Good morning, and we welcome back to the program the health officer for Ripley and Franklin Counties, Dr. David Welsh. Good morning to you, Dr. Welsh. Good morning. It's great to, to talk with you this morning. It's also been great to see you and your colleagues at the local fairs. Indeed, and it was always great to see you too, sir. And, of course, uh, we ran into each other at uh, Franklin County on uh, Friday night. And uh, speaking of uh, county fairs, um, uh, health inspections are also part of uh, what goes on there. Now, uh, can you kind of walk us through uh, uh, what uh, you and uh, the folks at the uh, the various uh, health departments would be looking for at a a county fair, not only food, but uh, maybe some other things? Well, we, we want to make sure that, first and foremost, that the food's being served is safe, whether it's a, a fair or a function like, like Freudenfest or the Friendship Shoot. Um, when folks come into the county and serve uh, food to the public, we want to make sure things are, are done properly. Um, that there's an old saying, keep the cold stuff cold and the hot stuff hot. Um, so if things are, are out, you need, they need to be stored properly so that um, – folks um, can enjoy the fair and not have their enjoyment cut short by uh, a foodborne illness. And as far as uh, the livestock and uh, the animals, uh, are, are there any um, uh, health-related inspections as far as those are concerned because of the uh, diseases that uh, some animals could pass along to humans and, and vice versa? Well, it's, it's more of a, in that case, it's more of a response. So if there is, if there is an issue that we respond, but if you're going to the fair, then now they've got some petting zoo type of setups available. Uh, we all, we caution the public after you uh, enjoy that uh, that uh, entertainment that you wash your hands, uh, especially before you uh, go to and pet the animals and then go and eat. Make sure you wash your hands ahead of time. Uh, we do we don't uh, we don't have to go in and and check things specifically, but we do. Uh, we check the the restrooms to make sure they're kept up, and and I can tell you our local uh, our local fairs do a great job of, of keeping the area clean and and, and ch- checking after themselves. Plus, our our 4-H folks are really good at uh, keeping their animals uh, safe and the air, the areas where the animals are kept uh, clean. Um, I, I know that there's. Um, there's instruction to the participants about how they handle the animals, and if uh, an animal were to appear sick, that the, the folks at the fair uh, respond uh, quickly. I, I have to say, it's, it, in the over 30 years of being a health officer, we have not had to respond uh, to an animal-related illness um, at the fairgrounds locally. And that's the thing, uh, you know, the key is they uh, haven't had to do it locally, but uh, there have been instances uh, either at uh, fairs, uh, county fairs, or uh, even at uh, petting zoos where uh, uh, folks have gotten into trouble. Yes, pet petting zoos, is they, they have had issues. That's why it's important if, if you uh, allow your children to participate um, in those, you want to make sure you, you wash up afterwards. Now, they're, I, not locally, but I, I do know they've had animals that were pulled from the showing um, because um, of, of illness or suspected illness. Um, but so, so, so far, so good locally. You know, the, we, we've got some really good farmers, and we've got good folks in, in 4-H, and they're, they're trained in proper uh, animal care. 
Um, but to the public who aren't involved, you know, use, use appropriate precaution. Um, like I say, frequent, you know, hand washing after interacting with the animals is, is a good thing. And if, if folks have, if they themselves have some health issues or they have, health, uh, have family members at home with health issues, you know, I really need to be careful when you interact with, with animals and then go home to those folks that are, are more susceptible to problems. All right, so good advice there. And, uh, of course, as uh, we mentioned, uh, we saw you at the uh, Franklin County Fair, and uh, I take it that uh, you've had a chance to uh, get to the Ripley County Fair this week. I, I did. I did. I I, uh, uh, I visited some of my favorite food booths. Um, it, it checked, so they when, when they have those things, the health department checks. But it, I also like to like to uh, to check uh, my, myself. Uh, I, I I almost checked the the, the uh, at the Franklin County Fair. I, I almost checked that mini donut stand twice. <laughs> I refrained. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it is uh, it is tempting, but uh, yeah, there's uh, you know some really terrific uh, food there, no doubt about it, and uh, something you probably uh, don't uh, tend to eat uh, you know the rest of the year. Right, right, and uh, it, the nice thing is many of those groups that are supplying food, um, that's uh, part of their fundraiser efforts for their other good works. Um, so I, I would encourage folks to to get out to the fair and support those local groups and and uh, I think you'll you find quite a bit to enjoy um, I was grow, I grew up in the city I, I grew up in Indianapolis so being able to see these farm animals up close uh, is is really a, a treat for me and I, I know there's others that um, didn't grow up on a farm or d- don't work on a farm now but you know being able to see the work of of the uh, of the uh, folks on the farm locally uh, is um, is really nice. Plus, have you, did you get a chance to see the exhibits of the work of these young people, whether it's photography or woodworking? I, I'm just uh, uh, welding. It's just amazing how how talented they are. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, just uh, neat to see those uh, each and every year. Go through and uh, check out all the exhibits at the uh, county fairs. So, uh, of course, that's uh, starting to wrap up uh, this week with the Ripley County Fair. And, of course, the uh, state fair starting on uh, Friday, of course, closed the, uh, on the Monday and Tuesday of its uh, multi-week run there. So, uh Something to uh, something to keep in mind there, but uh, nevertheless, um, uh, of course, uh, and shifting gears here, uh, Doctor David Welsh, uh, Senate Enrolled Act uh, Four was, uh, of course, uh, it's two hundred twenty-five million dollars in healthcare spending contained in this uh, measure. It was um, uh, a, des- a goal by uh, set by Governor Eric Holcomb to improve healthcare access to uh, for Hoosiers, especially those in underserved areas, and. Uh, saying that uh, Franklin County uh, has now uh, joined in and they have opted into this program. Well, the, there was a special meeting and there was a vote to opt in, um, but uh, at the health board meeting last night, apparently there's some hesitancy and they haven't filed the, the papers officially yet, so I'm not sure where what that stands, but uh, I, I hope they follow through with their previous vote because it will offer not only a, a lot of resources, a lot more resources to the county, but it's a sizable amount of money that uh, would, would help the citizens of, of Franklin County. I, I can tell you, Ripley County, they're um, already working on the, a game plan of how to uh, effectively spend the, the money, both long-term and short-term. 
I think there's some, some low-hanging fruit that both counties can uh, utilize to help citizens, and then there's some, some long-term possibilities of things that can be done. One of the things that's nice about this program is, is all the activities don't have to be contained within the health department, but it can be things the health department does in conjunction with other stakeholders, whether it's schools, uh, law enforcement, um, it could even be churches. Um, in in um, Ripley County, I know recently they were talk about having a distracted driving education program that involved schools working with health department, working with law enforcement. And I, I brought that up at the Franklin County Health Department meeting uh, yesterday. Um, but there's a lot of basic things that could also help um, in, in getting education on stop the bleed kits, getting more AEDs in the community. Um, and there is supposed to be a special meeting in Franklin County on August 4th with um, stakeholders to see what, what things would be on the list to be considered. And then, of course, the elected officials would need to prioritize and uh, see which things need to be done in which order. Um, so it, it's exciting times. I, I just hope that they follow through. All right. So, again, that's uh, something that uh, definitely uh, keeping an eye on here. And uh, I know that uh, one thing that uh, you wanted to uh, that you're looking at, uh, especially around uh, I know Franklin County, is uh, mental health programs and schools and uh, the, through the use of telehealth. I think that's one of the areas that we can really get help. Um, it, there was a special meeting uh, a little over a week ago where, with commissioners and council members and uh, some other folks, and uh, there was a, a frank discussion about the need for that in our community. And one of the options would be to try to get access to to some of these services in the schools. Um, I don't think we can get somebody to show up physically, but uh, if we can get telehealth uh, opportunities set up, uh, that would be uh, an opportunity there. We may be able to do similar things in the county, like, for instance, with the law enforcement folks. So Franklin County is a pretty place to visit, um, but some of the healthcare professionals, we don't, we don't get them to visit as, as often as we'd like. All right. So with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out. We'll continue our conversation with Ripley and Franklin County Health Officer Dr. David Welsh right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our chat with Ripley and Franklin County Health Officer Dr. David Welsh. And, of course, uh, um, heat and humidity, it's, uh, it's, it's here, it's on our doorstep. And, uh, of course, on this uh, Thursday, the uh, uh, have the uh, heat advisory uh, going on, uh, lasting through uh, Friday evening. And uh, what can you uh, tell us, uh, what would you suggest as far as uh, some safety measures to uh, stay safe uh, during this uh, heat wave? Well, I'm glad you asked. That's a really important and timely uh, subject matter. Um, if you're around it all the time, like if you lived in Arizona, uh, you're you're more comfortable with dealing with it, and and you're kind of used to dealing with it. Um, fortunately or unfortunately, we don't get these extreme temperatures that often. It's fortunate we don't get it as often. 
unfortunate we're not as as well versed. I, I liken it to when people drive in that first snowstorm. They kind of forget how to drive in the snow and ice, and they have to kind of learn again. And it's kind of the same thing dealing with heat. So kind of some basic things that, are, that our um, grandmother used to t- tell us, uh, make sure you drink plenty of fluids. Uh, don't do anything, you know, that doesn't seem like it's a good idea to do. If you have things to do outside, uh, better to do it in the cool of the day, like in the morning or the evening, if you can. Uh, if you can't do it in those times, then take fr- frequent breaks, uh, get in the shade, and at, at the first sign of any um, issues, um, seek attention. Seek um, getting inside to a cool area uh, and, and get yourself recovered. One of the things that we ha- people have to keep in mind, or they should keep in mind, is if you get a heat injury, even if you go inside and cool down, you're more susceptible to the effects of the heat if you go back out. It can bounce right back at you pretty fast. Um, but the things that mom and, and grandma used to do when you're feeling kind of hot, they put a warm uh, or cold washcloth on you. They can you know, put you in a tub of cool water to cool down. Uh, you know, moms and grandmas are pretty smart. Um, so they, they knew things to do, and, and we can follow their lead. Things to watch for is if somebody doesn't seem like they're acting right, slurred speech, they can even go to the point of uh, losing consciousness and seizures. Um, if they if they get to a temperature like you know 103, 104, they they, they need to call 911 and seek medical attention. Now, would that be uh, considered heat stroke? Right. So you can you can have different levels. Um, you can get a rash. You can get sunburn. Well, you can start getting cramps from. Uh, from the heat effects, uh, you can get heat exhaustion where you get heavy sweating, uh, you can get dizzy, headaches, uh, nausea and vomiting, the, the heat stroke, your, your temperature gets above 103. You can actually seem like you're stopped sweating. You almost lose, lose the, that ability. Confusion, people can pass out. And a heat stroke is, is, is a um, life-threatening situation. All right. So again, if you see the signs of heat stroke, call nine one one and uh, get medical attention uh, ASAP. Um, anything else, uh, Doctor Welsh, uh, before we uh, let you get back to it? Well, we're we're a, a people that travel a lot, and we're in an area that is a, a place where tourists come. So we have to be cognizant of some of the uh, things that are going on elsewhere in the country that people could bring into our area. Uh, there's actually been some recent attention to malaria cases in, in the United States. And uh, if something doesn't seem right or you're around somebody that doesn't seem right and you, you start having some uh, effects yourself, seek medical attention. Um, and if people are have been traveling to areas where other um, high-risk medical problems occur, that, that's something that local physicians would need to keep in mind. I, I can't tell you over the years the number of times somebody had been traveling somewhere else, they, they come back home, they appear sick, and it doesn't fit the usual, um, usual things that we look for. <clears throat> I'll, I'll actually call a, a hospital at the locale where they had been vacationing to see what is showing up in that area at that time. And uh, there's been times when folks would catch something that is easily handled at the vacation spot because they're used to it, but we're maybe not used to it here. 
uh, because it's, it doesn't show up that often. Yeah, and I believe, uh, yeah, we had uh, talked about this in the past, for uh, example, some other uh, diseases that uh, people have traveled elsewhere around the country or around the world and uh, brought them either back into the United States or uh, back into their local areas. Right. There, so we're, we're blessed with, um, for instance, um, uh, measles and, and TB is, is under better control here, but people travel elsewhere where they don't have the, the same um, medical capabilities, um, they come back here and we have to, uh, have to address it. Um, and, and with the, the Public Health Commission uh, report, one of the things, the new um, KPIs that the health departments to be, to be looking at is uh, intervening with uh, folks with infectious diseases such as TB. Um, so it's um, we have to be thinking about we're very mobile folks, which is great for people to vacation and and see these exotic places. But there's also things we have to watch for if they come back and they show signs of illness. Then we need to ask those good questions like where were you? You know, was it were you around anybody that was sick? That sort of thing. All right. Well, Dr. David Welsh, Ripley and Franklin County Health Officer, we appreciate your time as always this morning. Stay well because we need to hear from you in the future and look forward to uh, talking to you once again down the road. Well, thank you very much. And, and I want to thank WRBI for all they do for the community. It's, it's a welcome sight when I go to the fair and I see that WRBI booth and get to, to uh, interact and joke with the folks on the, on the staff. And uh, thank you for putting things out there. Um, and we, I know recently there was some, uh, some good information when we had that bad weather, and WRAI was right on top of things. I right, thank you.